The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people from Upsitnik and Associates. Every day there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no obligation, communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness. I'm still Rob, and that's still Zach, right? The sound was coming out of this thing over to my right here. I don't know what it is. Oh, I have no idea. But in Rochester, you've probably, if you've listened to the show, you know how much different types of music we have here. And I would bet, take our seat against anybody, any day of the week, you could find something, doesn't matter what genre, and you could find some very interesting genres here. And I would actually ask anybody, do you know what a peepa is? Is that pronounced right? Yes. Oh, good. We got it this He's with us today is Leah O. Hello, everyone. And her sidekick, uh, KDG. Yes. One of the greatest musical names ever. I'll say hi for her. <laughs> and she says hello. And she this says hello. This is a very, uh, tell us a little about yourself. Just a little about your, the people and history and whatever. Okay, sure. Uh, my name's Leah O. I'm from China and I moved to Rochester two years and a half years ago and I played the instrument called pipa and I play out in Rochester a lot I'll say a few times a month yes yeah. how would you describe the instrument although it's an ancient Chinese instrument isn't mm-hmm. it yes um, in the beginning uh, so I'm classically I'm classically uh-huh. trained so I play a lot of classical Chinese songs uh, recently I've been creating and writing my Original songs. Yes. Yeah. And how did do you adapt it? One thing you said about the instrument when you played last time is it's not really something you plug in electric, didn't you? Uh, no. And how did you adapt that when you do that? Then? You mean playing? When you turn like when you said you, you don't, it's not an instrument you really that plug it in or anything. So and then mm. you do electric with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, if I'm playing a loud place, I will use mic. And I recently got a contact mic on my pipa, so I can plug in and do some effects on it using pedals. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Zach, what was your impression? Well, I was going to say, when she, when she first took it out of the case earlier, I, I thought I noticed a contact mic on there, and I knew yeah. that wasn't. But it is just a one, if, if you've never seen one, Google image of it, it's a beautiful instrument. I mean... Especially hers, he looked like a, you know, wood carving on the. Um, now I'm going to show my lack of strength. Thing. The the your lack of everything on this. Yeah, the, the top so head part, you know, at the top of the the neck. I don't know what it's actually called, but it's like a wood carving. It's just beautiful piece of, piece of equipment, and I I would I would dare say probably you could call it a playable piece of art. Really, just for how nice it looks. Do you have any influences in terms of who are like really classical composers of this in terms of in history? That is anybody that really influenced you? Mm, yeah, um, a relatively ancient one is Liu Tianhua. 
Yeah, he plays the two strings and the pipa, and he's from the folk society, and he was basking a lot, and he has a very hard life. So the songs he he wrote are very powerful, and there are contemporary composers like De Hai Liu that I really like, and yeah, I I'm inspired by his. Piece. Well, in terms of your in terms of your albums, and Leah has two albums out. I very highly recommend getting them. They're very good. Yes, we'll have websites. But in terms of the classic ones, those King of the Carrot Flowers. What's your classics on here? <laughs> which ones? Are, I love the name of this one, King of the Carrot Flowers. Uh, this is actually a cover song by Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I did the cover version with some local musicians. <laughs> Yeah. How did you meet Ben? Uh, ben and Katie Mori, who are friends of mine, and Leah's done some things with them. How'd you meet them? Uh, my husband is a very good friend with Ben Mori. Yeah. So I probably met him and didn't even know it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but how was the recording of these albums? I know you said you recorded it in Ben's attic or wherever it was. Yes. Uh, at first, uh, when I first got to America, I. I got to know Ben, and we record my first album in the Mission Hall. Uh, oh, I know. Church. Yeah, I know that they played. I've seen a couple of Christmas concerts around there. Yeah, that one. yeah, I played. Yeah, I played the show there too. Uh, so I just found the whole recording in one afternoon. Seven songs. Well, he recorded in Mount Hope Cemetery too, so he's been all over. He recorded yeah, <laughs> yeah it's called. There's an album wow. called Mount Hope with I, Michaela, I to, what Cammie, the, and Katie. What are the acoustics like in a cemetery? <laughs> Probably dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I I'm curious. Uh, it, for ancient Chinese classical music, mm-hmm. I, I know oftentimes, especially with European stuff that you know we're more familiar with, are there a lot of words to it, or is it just mainly just music? Are there different types? The types I play is just musical. Okay. Yeah, instrumental. But there are the ones because you were saying. Uh, yeah, there are you know types of the music. Uh, the pipa will you know adding some voice to it. Okay. Yeah, like sing lyrics. Because when I first heard it, I was like, okay, I've heard this instrument in other things before, but I'd never mm-hmm. heard anybody accompanying it vocally. I was like, is it just an instrumental music? But it can be both. Yes. Okay. Mm. See, the things you the things you have to ask. Oh, because one thing you I was going to ask, and I've asked this question to many friends who play certain instruments. If you're ever going to do a cover of something that's completely different, how is it adapting it to your instrument? Like if there's some oh. pop song or something that you just felt like, ah, this would be cool to try out a pipa. Hmm. Um, I think if I know that song and I can... Write down the notes, and I can play on the pipa. Do you have anything like would be really out there you'd love to try? The, the, the for a song, songs? for like a song, just yeah. that somebody would go, "What the heck? Oh, that's pretty cool." Okay, yeah. Uh, so recently, I've been asked to play a wedding, so I'm thinking maybe I could play canon in D, like D. Oh, the classical yeah. wedding song. Yeah. I mean, of course I can play that. Yeah. So, yeah. Just Try some Slayer sometime. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like if... Yeah, I can play, you know, some lines of that song today. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to hear, you know, modern pop songs redone on a pipa? It'd be fascinating. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that'd be really cool. Because, you know, there's the, the Gregorian Monk Band that does covers of all a lot of modern songs in the 
a Gregorian style chant, I think it could have a market. Yeah, I it's think like so. Leah plays the Leah plays the best of, I don't know, of Leonard Skinner on the pipa. <laughs> oh my God, that would be great. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And everybody has to do a version of Hallelujah down the line. It's like a requirement. Oh, it's a requirement. If you're a musician, you have to play Hallelujah at least once. (laughs) You do, though. But you're playing around locally. You can get caught. You can be caught, seized, play, go all kinds of places, can't you? And you just played at the library. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I played at the Central Library uh, one week ago. Yeah. You played at the Little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a residency at the Little. It's my first time to play there it's a very good experience the audience are you know they were really listening i feel i really appreciate yeah people tend to i notice that they come in they get their coffee but then they stay for the music and they actually pay attention (laughs) yeah yeah that that, yeah i really like that and i have a coming show at hellbrook house concert roc rock uh yeah so i met this yeah i make the organizer here actually at the little, yeah. He he watched the show and he said, oh, he he had a house show and he really wants to do That's it. That's something people don't realize. It's like my good friend Rick Simpson. He puts on shows and what he does, he has musicians come in, and all the proceeds go to them. And there's a lot of people who do them now. And I know it's big in Buffalo also. I've talked to some bands there. Hmm. So that's a big popular thing around. So if people want to go see that, they could get a hold of you, like through your thing, and they, you could tell them the secret codes and everything. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like Rick, he'll send me an email. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it will be a very, you know, intimate. Yeah, they're fun usually. The seated and everybody's, that's something everybody's there and really gets into it. I found the ones I've gone to with Rick, they're always somebody really interesting. It's good because it's personal because they can meet the musician. And Yeah, yeah. And I always are ready to talk yeah. <laughs> if you are interested. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, I think those smaller venues actually could be a little better. You know, you, mm-hmm. you don't get the giant stage productions like you would with, like, um, you know, an Alice Cooper type who I've heard is amazing live. But he plays, what, you know, 100,000-seat arenas. You could be half a mile away from the stage, but in a setting like mm. that, you know, it's much more, it's almost like you're playing specifically for them. Mm. And I think that can sure. I think that can reach people a little more than, you know, the big factory produced concerts, as it were. And the other thing now is you have something new coming up, don't you? Very soon, a new album. <laughs> yes, I I am working on my second album, and I got done. I got seven songs done. Yeah, so one song more, <laughs> one more song. Oh, just one more. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, I just need to record one more. Well, just and pick something fun. randomly and just yeah, sing it. No, the new one, yeah. if you can, if you can tease it a little bit, is it, is it all all original stuff or some original stuff? Some original stuff, and it's I think it's very different because I, I actually collaborated with different musicians, like with KDG. Yeah, we yeah we together right. A song called Amazon Jungle. Oh, cool! I think it's very powerful. 
That's yeah. very cool. It's always good sometimes people, when they start collaborating, you never know where the music's going to go right. either because mm-hmm. you're doing it yourself. And then sometimes you can, I don't want anybody to help me. I'm doing it. But then when you have people collaborating, it's, they bring their ideas. And mm-hmm. especially yeah. when they're introduced to your instrument, because I wonder how many of them ever saw it before. Well, and it's mm-hmm. not just that. If you collaborate, then you can combine followers. Yeah. Because you have people that follow you, she has people that follow her, and now they're going to, you know, they're going to intermix. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Mm, yeah. Now each of you have, you know, audience, and you together, you make some chemicals between between two of you, I mean, musically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah, making something new. New combination. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then both of you are going to get new people that are appreciating what you do. Mm. Not just together, but on an individual basis, because, oh, I remember, like, oh, she was uh, the people player that played with KDG. Mm. Like, oh, I wonder what her, you know, what her other stuff is. And then it just kind of spirals out from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I do think, because it's an old trope, but everybody has always said music is the international, is the universal language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of is, because... Like even if you're listening to something in a language you don't understand, you can f- you can feel the message coming from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I've known so many friends of mine. I'll meet somebody, I'll go see somebody play, then I'll see, oh, I know this person, I'll right? This. Exactly. Then, then I'll see like because I knew Katie and Ben, I saw <laughs> you, and like, wow, I have to go follow her now. <laughs> Not yeah. in a weird way. Just well, to be <laughs> and Rochester is such a small, big town that it, that's possible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still complain about the driving and traffic, but I'll do that. Well, you know, I know it's worse. as long as it's more than worse eight people in a place. place. You know, well, that's how I am, though. <laughs> but what's the, where can they get a hold of you yeah, and everything for? Tell us. Uh, plug your social media yeah, things. Yeah, your social your... media and everything else. Okay. So you can find me on Facebook as Leah O, L-E-A-H, O-U, uh, and also on Instagram. And you can also go to my website uh, at... O-S-P-I-P-A dot bandcam dot com. We will put up the links. I was yeah. going to say, oh, I, was, okay. I, was actually, I was actually on there the other day because he said, okay, she's coming, study up on the peepa. So I went to Bandcamp and I was listening to it. I was like, oh, man, this is, this is cool. Uh-huh. So now I have to get some CDs. The first couple, it would be the first CDs I've actually physically purchased in a long time well i already did i'm ahead of the curse. well no you did but i haven't i haven't bought a cd in forever because i kind of quit listening to new music in about 2002 well that's the thing is i pretty much only get local things well there's just a couple performers i follow like nick cave still yeah but otherwise i get all local right it's pretty much what i just do my own and that, that's how i'm learning music. it is is through this like oh we've got this band coming in like oh okay and how many now you know, new bands do I know because of it? I think it's cool. It's cool. But once again, we have another rare treat. I think this is only the third time. You're going to play some stuff for us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We Voluntarily, will... we might add. Yes. <laughs> so it's very cool. So we will get out of your way. Yes. And... So we're thanks going to take a, a break. It's going to be a few minutes, but in your time, it's going to be right about now. And thanks you, thanks you for coming. Yes, thank you. It's been very nice. Thank you. For Buy her you. CDs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 